What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the 2021 Open Championship betting picks and preview podcast for the Tour Junkies. I'm your host, DB. I got Pat Perry with me. We're pumped. We're excited. It's going to be a good show tonight. It's Monday night. We recorded the DraftKings Picks and Preview show last night, so it's already out and up there. If you haven't already seen that, check that out. We go real deep in the field on that one. Plenty of useful information on that one, too, if you're betting. Uh, this one, as always, presented by our friends at Fantasy National. Head over to FantasyNational.com slash TJ and get yourself 20% off. The best you know, tools and, and golf betting stat site in the in the world, in the entire World Wide Web. You can't get any better than FantasyNational.com. And going to slash TJ or using promo code TOURJUNKIES gets you 20% off any level membership, weekly, monthly, annually. It's great. And if you try it this week for the Open, which you should, if you're betting like 25 30 bucks at least, like you should go ahead and get this week's membership to Fantasy National and give it a shot. It's, it's crazy to me. If you're out there not doing this and you're trying to win money betting on the PGA Tour, because it's probably not working for you. Um, Fantasy National been around four or five years now. They've been supporting us. We've been using them for that long. They're the only site we use. All of our stats, all of our information, all of our data, all of our optimizers or simulators or whatever you want all comes from FantasyNational.com. So check it out. If you try it this week and you like it, you can upgrade the membership and get the month or the annual membership still for 20% off. So it's, it's a great deal. It's a great deal. And all the data is licensed by the PJ Tour. So all the strokes gain data you know is good and pure, baby. Very pure. Thank you to FantasyNational.com. We appreciate those guys. Check them out. In fact, they sponsored our um, Nut Up or Shut Up game last night, Pat, on the DFS show. If you missed that, yeah. it was hilarious. I cried on the show, which I don't know that I've ever... I feel like I've probably laughed so hard I've cried before in six years of doing this. But last night, I laughed so hard I cried at you. Um, Doing you might the, cry again tonight. I might cry again tonight. You're right. <laughs> it could be a it could be a, a double cry uh, episode uh, back to back. Oh, oh, oh. I just got nervous and, and kind of a, a, a male hot flash there for a, a second. Butterflies in your stomach, real quick. There, just yeah, fluttering around. Yeah. If nobody knows uh, what's going on tonight, later on is yours truly will be getting waxed um, on my body because i lost a bet so you know I, I i lost a bet in the middle of pat's heater week of the u.s open and i'm gonna pay my dues tonight my wife will be walking up here at some point in during the show i'm not sure when so at some point my wife's coming up here and she's gonna put some hot wax and a strip on my inner thigh and take hair off of my body which has never that's never happened to my inner thigh so are we gonna be waiting like is there like a proper wait time between when the wax goes on and then the stripping happens or like so i i've i've talked to her about this uh and the method is you basically you put it on there you're not gonna be waiting long you she's gonna put on there you rub it to get it to really stick and make sure this is how you know it's it's it it's the adhesive is there the wax is you know doing its thing and then you rip you rip fast so it's yep she's ready to go i had to go to cvs and buy the wax kit myself that was fun my my 11 year old almost 11 year old went with me he had a lot of questions so that was also fun um but yeah that's gonna happen because i pay my bets that's what i do i pay my bets i lost during pat's heater thank you to justin thomas for that lost the best friends bet to jordan spieth I'm sure we'll be talking about uh, one of those fellows, maybe two of those fellows here in just a minute. But that's happening at some point tonight. 
And we're going to get into the odds. We're going to talk about the outright bets that are catching our eye as of Monday night. We're going to talk about top 20s, top 10s. There's some prop bets we're going to talk about. We got our let them hang predictions at the end. It's going to be a good show, Pat. I am, uh, I'm excited about it, man. What's, what's on tap for you tonight? What, what, what are we sipping? What's the podcast juice, buddy? Just, uh, just drinking a little, little wild leap tonight. A uh, little, little wild leap ale. Very good. Mm. Um, Yes, looks looks delicious. Uh, I've got yeah. some uh, wildly vodka. I, I'm going the hard stuff tonight. I'm trying to get good and lubed up before the wax hits me. So it's uh, wildly vodka soda lime. We're ready to go, baby. Podcast yeah. juice yeah. is kicking. I got my uh, free golf lessons from one eight hundred Perry, Pat Perry, Perry Pro. So if you want to learn how to hit it on the toe and and maybe not transfer your weight properly, you can you can call one eight hundred Perry Pro and Pat will hook you up with some lessons. Shout out to uh, to Birds of Condor. Uh, made this hat, Australian brand, and uh, shout out to Aussie DB, my boy, uh, listener of the show, Nut Hut member, sent sent this hat, and I took it. So thank you, thank you for that. Uh, yeah, what what else is going on, Pat? We good? You you uh, you recovered after last night? I think I'm recovered. I mean, um, I had some problems with the English language uh, last <laughs> night, but yeah. uh, it was it was mm-hmm. fine. It was a good time. Um, I don't know if I've changed too much, even in my picks, uh, from one night to another, which happens a lot, you know, especially yeah, as we get later in the week, but, um, yeah, excited to go. It's going to be a good week. Um, it's like a lot of wind, a lot yeah. of wind this week, not yeah. necessarily a lot of rain, a lot of wind. So. Yeah. So speaking of that, I mean, we did a pretty comprehensive discussion and full course breakdown on the DraftKings show. If you need that, you can go check it out. But. Obviously, par 70, around 7,200 yards. Royal St. George is right there, uh, just, just right there near the North Sea in Sandwich, UK. They're in Kent, England. Um, pretty cool place, it looks like. And uh, yeah, it's, it's hosted a lot of major champions, uh, a lot of major championships. First time back here since 2011. Um, mm-hmm. Now, let's go through, some, let's go through the, the past champs, maybe. You want to do that, Pat? I guess uh, Open Champions. Uh, you we, want past open champions or you want past yeah, champions? Past here open champions, court? you had Shane Lowry as the defending champ. Yeah. And I want to talk about the odds because that's what people are here for. I, I think understanding where the winners have come from is cool. So mm-hmm. Shane Lowry won at 70 to 1. Molinari before that at 33 to 1. Spieth at 16 to 1 before him. Henrik Stenson in that epic duel with Phil Mickelson in 2016 at 33 to 1. And then we get into Zach Johnson in 2015 winning at 110 to 1, your first triple digit or the most recent triple digit winner. Rory in 2014 at 18 to 1, Phil and in uh, 20 to 1, Ernie Els at 45 to 1, Darren Clark at this same venue at around 200 to 300 to 1 on some books. And even before that in 2010, Louis Oosthuizen at 250 to 1. So in since 2010, you've had three triple digit winners but none um, since Zach Johnson won in 2015. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what we get here. Now, I think Pat mentioned the weather, and I, I do. I was, we were just talking to producer Sam about this before we came on. It's one of those weeks where locking in your bets too early can be a bad thing because the, mm-hmm. the Open Championship is notorious for weather wave and tea time wave advantages being lopsided one way or the other countless times it's happened dozens of of players are documented saying like yeah i mean you you can get a really crappy side of the draw here and while it does not it does look like all the rain has moved out of sandwich uk for the next week or so i do think they got some rain today uh it 
it looks like the wind is going to be fresh, which I'm excited about. Like I'm very excited about a blustery open, but, um, but it does mean there is likely, there's likely going to be a weather wave advantage. And so I do think it's a little scary to lock in a bet now, although there are some names, some numbers that you just see that are just too juicy. Right, Pat? Yeah, I mean, I know uh, a lot of people get really excited in majors. Yeah. They want to get their stuff in early. They want to get going. And you just got to be patient. This is the one where you really have to be patient. I'm not saying wait to the last minute to throw in, like, you know, to throw in your bets. But pretty yeah. much, you got you to gotta wait pretty long. Make sure you at least know what's going to happen with the weather wave, especially with the wind this week. Um, and it changes. It changes pretty rapidly there. So when you're on the coast like they are, so, um, yeah, um, but I do think there's a lot of good value on the board this week. I think there's a, and there's some discrepancy in some of the books. So there's some numbers that you can get on some guys and it's, you know, 15, 20 to one less in some other books. So, um, I'm excited about this week and, uh, ready to go. All right. So Scott Anderson is watching live on YouTube, which first of all, thank you, Scott, for watching live. And mm-hmm. if anyone's watching live on YouTube, we appreciate it. Go ahead and hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel if you've not already, and if you're not watching live and this is already over, please comment. Leave a comment. Tell us what you think about the show. Tell us who your pick to win the Open Championship is. Maybe give us a long shot. Uh, maybe give us one of your favorite prop bets. Put that in the comments. But Scott Anderson says, "I bet Hatton at 25 to one and Morikawa at 28 to one two weeks ago in Vegas." Well, Scott, uh, good for you to be just being in Vegas. That's that's good. I love being in Vegas. That's fantastic. I like both of those players. However, you know, at the beginning of the year, sometimes we'll talk about futures. And I just think the Open is one of those that's tough to put a future bet on. I think the PGA, you can do it. Um, the Masters, you can do it. The U.S. Open, you can do it. But the, the Open Championship, again, going back to the weather draw, it's tough to play, you know, to put too much money down on futures. In Scott's case, he got Hatton at 25 to 1. Right now, you can easily find Hatton at 30 to 1. Uh, and then he, he got Morikawa at, uh, what do you get Morikawa at? 20, 28 to 1, which. He's around 35. He's at 35 now. now. So, like, I don't know. I just think, not trying to pick on Scott, but maybe lesson learned for next year. I think you hold off on too many future bullets for the Open Championship. There is, there's definitely some win. This is going to be interesting. I think, you know, being able to control your distances into these greens, control your ball flight is going to be obviously key. And we talk about it every year for the Open and, and most majors, really. Patience is required more so than ever. That grinder mentality that can deal with tough conditions, tough breaks, bad lies, um, you know, a, a, a tough break in a, in a deep pot bunker beside the green, uh, a bad weather draw, whatever it may be. Like you, the Open just kind of throws everything at you. This is not perfect golf in Augusta, right? It's a different thing, which I love to see. But uh, you got to be patient, and you got to have some mental fortitude, and we see a lot of experience win the Open Championship. Pat, anything else? along those lines that, that sticks out to you before you kind of start narrowing down your, your pick? No, I agree. I think controlling your ball, the ball flight, all that kind of stuff out here on this type of a course is, uh, is huge. You got to be patient. You got to have some creativity around this course. You know, you're going to get bad lies, but you're going to ha- have a lot of bump and runs. You know I love the bump and run, uh, but you don't know what it's yeah. going to do. You don't know what it's going to do when you're when you, when you are, uh, you know just off the green and you got a lot of room in there and you just trying to get it up close to the hole. I mean, this is a this is just a, a course where guys that I think have a lot of patience, creativity, 
you know, they can, you know, they're not going to get too upset if they, you know, hit a perfect shot and it's bad. Like, like I could just see Bryson yelling a lot at, at, on these courses because, you know, <laughs> what, what was the tournament? Was it the U.S. Open where he hit, like, he got a bad lie or something? He's like, this is a stupid, this is a stupid effing hole. You know, he was just so pissed. Like, he, every hole would be a stupid effing hole to Bryson, I think, on a course like this. But, um, yeah, so I think it's going to be one of those guys. You just like the, I like the ball strikers and, um, you know, guys that are really good putters in general. Okay, I'm not necessarily looking at surfaces, but just guys that, you know, typically show up week in and week out as good putters. I think that's going to be key this week. Yeah, and don't forget, before we move on, I mean, we're going to get to the picks here, but before we move on, you know, we've got a lot of content coming out this week. we got the DFS show that's already out. Pat has a tremendous fantasy golf sommelier planned for this week. That'll be up on the YouTube channel if it's not already. Um, you got the chalk bomb coming out fresh off the, you know, predicting the Bryson miscut. You've got uh, the 10 facts are going to be up on the website if they're not already out. AC's DraftKings preview picks articles out. My big balls betting card, Pat's betting card. There's going to be plenty of stuff going on. And of course, the Nut Hut chat, which is the place to be. If there were ever a week to join the Nut Hut, it is open championship week. If there were ever oh, a week, yeah. we have countless players and caddies on site that we're going to talk to between now and then. Our very own tour junkies, Ash Morrison, lives in Kent, England. He's a, he's a head pro at a golf course less than an hour away from there, plays it all the time. Uh, we're going to hear from him. We're going to have tons of inside information going in to the Nut Hut. And, um, and then, of course, the chat. So the chat Wednesday night is going to be me and Pat, AC, kicking it for a couple hours, talking about what we think of the weather draw, what we think of these ownership projections if you're playing DraftKings, talking about final bets and locking that in. Because don't forget, for you uni- United States folks, right, it's gonna, they're going to tee off in the middle of the night. So you got to lock it up quick. Don't fall asleep. Don't pass out and wake up Thursday morning and be screwed. So the Nut yeah. Hut chat is going to be crucial. If you're not a member of the Nut Hut, this is the tournament to get in for it. It's $10 a month or $90 a year. Go to tourjunkies.com, click on Golby's Nut Hut, and sign up. Give it a shot. Along with almost 500 others, get in there and mix it up with us. I promise you won't regret it. We have so much fun in there. A lot of, a lot of laughs, a lot of good intel, a lot of people making a lot of money in the Nut Hut, and you get 20% off all your Tour Junkies shop purchases for the lifetime of your membership. Join the Nut Hut, I promise. Listen, if you are a Nut Hut member, comment, comment, comment in the YouTube channel why people should join the Nut Hut and just peer pressure the, the, the crap out of them. Just do that. Um, if, if you don't join the Nut Hut this week, you know what you are, Pat? What, what are you? Dumbass. <laughs> I knew that was coming. That thing is going to have, there's going to, I'm going to wear it out. Like, that button is going to break. I'm going to wear it out. Put it on a different button. I'm going to wear it out. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to hit the button. So like, it's going to be faded and I'm not going to be able to tell what, what it says. Uh, yeah, it's just going to be a big week. So make sure you make sure you do that along with, uh, the nut hut. And we're about to get in the picks here. You know, I think a pro move is to go and take a day off of work. I think you got to take a day off of work during the Open Championship. Get up early. Get the wife and the kids off to wherever they're going. Get your coffee. Sit there in your underwear and watch the coverage, okay? And then slowly start to work your way to the golf course. You know what I mean? That's what I'm going to do at some point this week, I think. I think I'm going to do that. And when, I'm, when I get there and I get on the course and it gets past like 10 o'clock, 
I'm going to eat and I'm going to probably enjoy one of my favorite beverages in Arnold Palmer spiked, right? I love Arnold Palmer, the man, mm. the myth, the legend. I got to meet him. I got to spend some time with him personally at Augusta National back in 2008. He's a great man. He's a legend. And now he's got a spiked beverage. Uh, it's the classic taste of iced tea and lemonade. And it's got 5% alcohol by volume, which is more than you can say about a lot of popular adult beverages, okay? Real fruit juice, uh, brewed teas, very smooth flavor. I'm telling you guys, if you're on the golf course, if you're not on the golf course, if you're at the home eating dinner, if you're not at home eating dinner, the Arnold Palmer Spiked is the, is, the, is the thing for you. It's classic refreshment, and it's got that good balance of tea and lemonade and, and, and alcohol, really. Uh, which is great. And it comes in multi-packs and a 24-ounce tall boy, if you want. So it's perfect for sipping, you know, slowly sipping on the boat, maybe on the lake. Pat, I know you like to go get on the boat, you know, golf course, that kind of thing. Um, So you got to do it. So find Arnold Palmer Spiked in a store near you at arnoldpalmerspiked.com slash tourjunkies, or you can search for it on Drizzly and Instacart. That's arnoldpalmer.com slash tourjunkies to find where Arnold Palmer Spike is sold near you. I also think Drizzly may be a rapper. I'm not exactly sure. I was just about to ask. What, what a is... Drizzly is. If anyone knows what that is, let us know. I'm not, I've never heard of that. But Drizzly sounds like a, a platinum recording artist, a hip-hopper. So anyway, check out arnoldpalmerspike.com slash tourjunkies. 2021 Hornell Brewing Company, Memphis, Tennessee. Malt beverage with natural flavor. Celebrate responsibly. Producer Sam says Grizzly. it's like Grubhub with, but for booze. That's fantastic. Drizzly sounds like like uh, like if he sh- if if Drizzly shows up at your house with some Ar- Arnold Palmer Palmer spiked, like y'all are about to have some good time. You and Yo. Drizzly. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you and Drizzly. Yeah, about dude. To have a good time. You probably think you want something. That's like a publisher's clearinghouse kind of thing. You open the door and Ed McMahon or whoever standing there with that big check in the balloons. <laughs> if Drizzly shows up with a thing of Arnold Palmer spiked and he's like, oh. Cr- you know, or, some, or whatever it is, <laughs> if he does that, you know your night's about to get forgotten. Like, you're, you're going yeah. to black out and forget things. That sounds uh. great. Also, if that exists, why are they not sponsoring our podcast? Does anybody know anybody at Drizzly HQ? That, that is a perfect podcast yeah. sponsorship. You guys go on Twitter and pressure them. We need them. We really need them. We um, need Drizzly knocking on the front door during the show. Yeah, I need Drizzly up. in my life. Uh, if you yeah. had Drizzly in your life, I don't know that you'd ever get a show done. No, it'd be impossible. That's, who thought of that? Can you even get, is that legal to deliver booze like that? That's freaking brilliant. I want to interview whoever created Drizzly. God, I'm fired up about mm. that. All right, Pat, let's get to it. Um, let's, let's look at the top of the betting board. We're kind of comparing some odds here between DraftKings Sportsbook, Points Bet. Those are a couple of our favorite books. This is a, another reminder that you need to have more than one book, okay? Because a lot of discrepancy, as Pat mentioned earlier, in these lines, if you like certain guys, man, I've seen some big differences in numbers between a few players here on DraftKings Sportsbook and PointsBet. Um, and hey, if you need a promo code, if you, need a, if you haven't signed up yet and you're in a state where it's legal, go to tourjunkies.com and check out our sportsbooks page and click on one of those, get you a promo and help us out. All right, Pat, top of the betting board, obviously the favorite is John Rahm, as he should be. Number one player in the world right now. Total stud. Played well at the Scottish Open last week. Could have won. Probably didn't want to win. I don't know. Probably just, you know, whatever. Brooks Kepka, Xander, Rory, Jordan, JT, DJ, Hovland, Louie. That's kind of your top guys there. So we like to kind of break this up a little bit, and let's look at your favorites up to 25-1. to including one player that you advise folks to stay away from 
So, Pat, what are you doing in this range up to 25 to 1? Who's, who's catching your eye early? And again, we don't advise that you lock in your bets right now. We think you should wait till Wednesday. So let's just, let's just get that out there again. Disclaimer. Yeah. Well, there are two that really pop to me up to 25 to 1. One is Jordan Spieth. Uh, you can get him at 20 to 1 on points bet. I love that number for him. I've seen him a little bit shorter in some other books, but I love some some Jordan Spieth this week at 20 to 1. Yeah. You know, he's obviously won an open championship before. I mentioned just being creative as far as uh, you know, being a, you know, player like that, patient. Um, now he's certainly vocal and whatever else out on the golf course, but still he has a lot of creativity, great ball striker, good around the greens, great putter in general. So I love some Jordan Spieth this week at 20 to 1. And then you know, a guy playing his first open championship, Victor Hovland at 25 to Ooh. one, right at the top end there. I like Victor. You know, he had to withdraw from the US Open because he, you know, got a little sand in his eye or whatever it was. But then he goes and wins the next tournament that he plays overseas at the BMW International. I think a guy like Victor, who does have experience playing, you know, internationally. Um, even though this is his first open championship, I like the value there at 25 to one. So Jordan and Victor are my two favorites here. The guy I want to, uh, I'd love to play him, but you know, outside of the obvious, I think you could say Rom would be the one you would avoid just cause I don't really like that eight to one. We number. don't bet favorites. We don't bet the top but guy for me. It's Xander. It's Xander for me hmm. at 18 to one. I, d- I just don't really like that. Um, I just, I don't, I don't think, He's going to play well this week. Um, you know, and he's just never, he never wins the big one. He's been up there, you know, a few times, but, um, you know, he just ha- hasn't had a whole lot of victories. So I'm not a big fan of Xander this week. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I love the Jordan Speed call 20 to 1 on points bet. Total agreement there. I mean, listen, I, uh, he just sets up perfectly for this place. I mean, we talked about needing to be a grinder. You're going to miss greens here with the conditions being tough with the wind and all that kind of stuff. The, the links play. You got to be able to get up and down. You got to be creative. That's perfect for Jordan Spieth. It, it, it suits him perfectly. And if you're one of those guys who's like, hey, I think he might be chalk. I'm going to fade in DFS. I say bet him. I, I just, I don't think you can, I don't think it's wise to go with zero Jordan Spieth exposure. For a guy like us, guys like us who play DFS and bet, if you're doing both, I just he's just not a guy that I want to avoid completely. You know what I mean? Like I want some exposure, and at twenty to one, I really like the number. I mean, if I were making the odds, I would I would make him the I would make him the second guy after John Rom. Honestly, I, I just think the way that this place sets up for him, I'd probably put him tied with, with the other guy that I like in this range, and that's Brooks Kepka at 18-1 to 1 on DraftKings Sportsbook. I, I think John Rahm is clearly the number one favorite. After that, if I were setting lines, it would be Jordan and Brooks right here at 18-1 to 1 or whatever the, the next two guys should be. But I love Brooks here. You know, a lot of people forget he cut his teeth on the, on the, on the Challenge Tour, so kind of the, the Web.com or Corn Ferry Tour version of the European Tour. So played college golf at Florida State, then went on and, and, and did the Challenge Tour thing. And, like, he's got an incredible Lynx record. Um, he's comfortable on Lynx courses. He's got a good Open Championship record. Obviously, he's got a great Major Championship record. He's as motivated as ever, I think, right now to go ahead and get another trophy, uh, you know, working towards that that six pack that battle that he had with Bryson a year or so ago during quarantine. Like 
I just feel like Brooks at 18 to 1. I think we're getting such good value on these guys because Rom is so clearly dominant right now. I'm a little if had you told me a month ago after the PGA, much less even the US Open where, you know, he had another good finish, but had you told me you know, a month ago that that Brooks would be 18 to 1 at the at the Open, like that's that's a good 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 number. So I like those two guys a lot, Speeth and, and Brooks. My fate is DJ, man. I, I, I think DJ at, you know, and, and he's a big name and an attractive number around that 23 to 1 line. Um, but the, the recent form, which is something that you see is very critical for open, past Open Championship winners, is definitely spotty. I mean, you know, 19th at the U.S. Open, missed the cut at the PGA, missed the cut at the Masters, 48th at the Players. Those are just some of the tough tournaments that he's played since 2021, and they're not great. Uh, you know, his last top 10 was at Palmetto. Uh, at, I'm sorry, that's the tournament we shall not name, but that was a weird event in general. Um, he's just been a little off. He hasn't been the dominant DJ or putting it all together, and I think while he may have a good week, and you know, if he comes in super low owned in DFS, I'm not saying you don't play him there, but to bet him outright, I think you avoid DJ here. You know, every every player in here has the name value and the cachet to make us look stupid for fading him, but I think DJ feels like the safest the safest one to avoid here. Yeah, I I like that. Um, I don't know if I would bet DJ. I think, you know, if, if we're talking like playing DFS or fantasy, you know, he's looking to be super low owned. So I, I do like that. But for betting, I'm not a big fan of uh, of DJ. I do agree with that. Um, I will ask, though, what do you think about JT? You know, JT is somebody that I think just like Brooks Kepka, we're getting, you know, pretty good odds on when you think about value versus, you know, some of the top guys in this field, he's at 20 and a half to one, uh, 21 to one, you know, that area, uh, this week, um, you know, coming off of a pretty good performance, you know, at the Scottish open JT. And we talked about this before when he won the players championship, because we got JT over 20 to one. And we were like, you got to hammer that. I think this could be another position, you know, where you might have to look at that for for JT. Um, I guess yeah, it's hard. Saw the top on on you know yeah. on, <laughs> on social media and whatever else, but all the, these guys all do that kind of shit. So. I guess it's hard for me to make the case to play JT and fade DJ when their recent form is kind of the same. Like it's other than JT winning the players, um, you know, more you know, so having a, a recent more recent victory or at least having a a, a win in twenty twenty one whereas DJ's last win was the Masters in 2020. You know, his form hasn't been great either. It, you know, it honestly hasn't. But, uh, I mean, I don't mind it. I guess in general, I like JT a little more to bet than DJ typically, but that's just personal preference. I tend to just do that. I think I just like yeah. JT more than DJ. So, but I think what's interesting to me up here, too, is how, you know, how big the spread is between Rom versus everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think I think because of Rom's dominance, we're getting some good value on some of these guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. As we move on to the next range, the twenty-five, you know, above twenty-five to one, up to seventy-five to one. I think the first thing we got to talk about is Bryson. Bryson is now at thirty-five to one on DraftKings Sportsbook, which is kind of insane. Now, you know, I, I can't stand Bryson DeChambeau as a person. Right now. Fun fact. Really? Yeah, I know. Fun fact, though, I have actually hit him as a winner 
um, publicly when he won the Northern Trust or whatever it was a year ago or two, year, two years ago, whatever it was. He was like 70, 80 to 1 is when he first started winning, winning tournaments. Uh, it was the year he won the, his first tournament. Um, so, like, I'm not afraid to bet him, but I don't typically bet him because he's been so juiced up lately because the public's so in love with him. But now he splits with his caddy. And listen, don't buy the bull. Don't buy that stuff on, on his Instagram account pointing you to his golf.com article that he wants you to read that him and Tim had a, a, a you know, a, a nice little split up there. That, that did not happen. I can tell you that right now. Um, there, there were issues with him and Tim Tucker. He's got a new guy on the bag that's, that's also one of his coaches. It's a speed coach. It's a guy he's very comfortable with. This is not some noob that's sitting on his back. However, it clearly affected him the last tournament he played in at the Rocket Mortgage. He missed the cut. And granted, Tim withdrew last minute, right? But even the Open Championship itself does not feel like the best event for Bryson. Two missed cuts, a T-51 or whatever is his last three, his last, his only three attempts at the Open Championship. He's, uh, the distance may be neutralized here, more so than other places. Um, but the thing that scares me the most is honestly his, his around the green play. It's just the, the around the green stuff. And it's not really even the creativity. I think he's a creative player. I think he's an artistic player. He's not just numbers, data, science, blah, blah, math, you know, like calculus. Here's the ball, <laughs> ball go in hole because I calculate, you know, he's not just that he is kind of an artist, right? But he can't execute around the greens. And I think he's kind of shown that it's not been consistent. It's popped here and there. All that to say, 35 to 1 for Bryson and the win cachet that he gives you if he's clicking is too steep to pass up. In fact, <laughs> I mean, this feels like a let him hang prediction for me, just for me, because I can't stand the guy and I usually don't bet him. But it's kind of a no-brainer to me to go ahead and fire right now. If you, even if you're watching this live on Monday night and we just told you to hold off until Wednesday to see tee time waves, I think you, you just fire at 35-1. to 1. I, I just think that's too steep for a guy like Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, that's, that's longer than Victor Hovland, who Victor Hovland's a great ball striker, equally as terrible around the greens. And I know you mentioned him. I'm not trying to crap on him, but Equally terrible around the greens, maybe worse around the greens, although improving. Never won a major. He's, he's, he's longer than that. He's, he's longer than Terrell Hatton, you know, who gets talked up a lot. Never won a major, right? Only won once on the PJ Tour, maybe twice now on the PJ Tour. Like, that's just a long number to me. What do you think about Bryson? Well, I like that number. I don't like him on this course or this style of play. Um, but I do agree that that's a hard number to really pass up when you're getting him at 35 to one. I mean, that's, that's pretty ridiculous. Um, you know, so I, I think you almost have to bet that, but there are a lot of factors that are, you know, contributing to that number being where it is. I mean, one, the caddy, which you mentioned, you know, got somebody new on the bag, did not look good at all. Uh, the last time we saw him at the rocket mortgage. Um, you know, I think his style of play is there. I think he went a little too far to say he's artistic. I don't, I don't know if he is artistic. I just think that he, um, he still has that bomb and gouge type mentality, which just doesn't really work here. But, um, still 35 to one. Um, I think it's a, it's, it's a number you at least got to put, you know, 
put some money on. Yeah. Um, if it were 20 to one, I'd, I would be like, no way. I'll, I'll take Spieth. I'll take Brooks shorter at 18. I'll do all that. But 35 to one is too good. Also, uh, shout out to live listener, regular Nut Hut member, also tourjunkies.com contributor for the LPGA Tour, Marcus Miklovich, has confirmed that Drizzly's DMs on Twitter are open. So uh, thank you, Marcus, for doing that, that the, the Lord's work there and, and already sliding up in those things. Every, every Tour Junkies fan that's on Twitter needs to search at Drizzly D-R-I-Z-L-Y and get up in those uh, get up in those DMs and be like, yo, y'all need to be sponsoring this podcast because this is a match made in heaven. So Kistler, mm-hmm. what up? Um, all right, so that's Bryson. Okay. Okay. By the way, I got a feeling I'm getting nervous again. God, I just got like butterflies yeah, all over yeah, again. Yeah, you should be nervous. I got a feeling I'm the wife crazy. is about to come up here at any point and go ahead and apply the the wax to my inner thigh and put me in pain. So I'm not happy about this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's just keep it moving because that'll keep me distracted. Um, all right. My favorite play in here in the, I mean, I love Patrick Cantlay at 30 to one. I talked about mm-hmm. him at ad nauseum on the DFS show. What's not to like ball, you know, ball striker, distance control at a premium playing great. Just won the Memorial despite John Rahm's COVID stuff. But anyway, we won't talk about that. Um, I think Patrick Cantlay is the tits and I think he's often underrated and undervalued in the books. I think he's going to win multiple majors, and I think the Open Championship at Royal St. George's could be his first enough said. So uh, I'm, going, I'm going Patrick Cantlay here in the top of this range, kind of the first one I'm firing at. But I love this range. I mean, you know, I don't have – I have some names in the, in the long shot range, but this middle range is really where a lot of meat is at, you know, and that's not, a, that's not an inner thigh joke. That's not an inner thigh joke. I also yeah, like um, – I'm also a big fan of Scotty Scheffler at 50 to one. He's a better number on points bet. Scheffler, you know, still looking for the first victory period, right? Like he's, he hasn't won even on the PGA tour yet, but man, has he been close and has he been close in big events in a very short PGA tour career? Uh, Scotty Scheffler has racked up plenty of top fives and top tens. Fourth at the 2020 PGA, um, was kind of in it down the stretch on Sunday when Morikawa won. Fifth at the Tour Championship at Eastlake in a big, you know, big field. Uh, played well in, at the Masters. Uh, fifth at the WGC Mexico. Eighth at the PGA at Kiowa. Third at Memorial. Seventh at the U.S. Open. Like, had a great week at the Scottish last week. Scotty Scheffler is a total driving just dime right he's like the did, did Scheffler just did he come into your dreams one night and just say db <laughs> db you need to listen to you need to listen to pat yeah i know man because like you typically love it i know like I know. a few weeks ago you gave me all kinds of hell i know, I don't for, know. like you like you you would be a scottish Scheffler guy and i'm like i don't even know what that meant but you were telling me i was a scottish Scheffler guy and I know, man, it's just kind of all of a sudden you're just loving him. This you're week. right, man. It, it's weird. It is just kind of happening though, man. And then today he posts that Twitter video of him hitting that stinger off the tee with a driver that literally great natural ability, which is literally did not get 12 feet off the ground. It yeah. was insane. And now the course is a little softer this week. You don't have to do that, but it was unbelievable he does have a lot of natural ability i think for me and i talked about on the dfs show i won't i won't talk about it a lot but it's the total driving here 
It's the fact that he hits a lot of fairways for a guy that also hits it a long way. And I think with that being on this softer course and a little bit shorter, he's going to have a lot of short clubs into these greens and his greens and regulation numbers are good. And, and I don't think he, I think he's kind of got one of these like ho-hum mentalities where he doesn't get rattled. I, you know, we've not seen him rattled at all. We've seen him just very even keel. And I feel like he could close the door on one of these things. He's confident as, you know, as anything. I just, I like him a lot at 50 to one. Yeah, I'll, I like Scheffler, too. All right, give me a couple names. I got more in here, but I'll let you throw in a couple. All right, I got a few in here I'll throw. One is Louis Easthazen at 30-1 to 1 on points bet. The guy just, you know, we talk about Brooks Kepka being a big game hunter when it comes to majors. Well, Usi is, too. Now, he hasn't broken through except for the one Open Championship several years ago. Um, but he's just playing so solid this year, and it's across the board. I mean... You look at approach, top 20 in the field, scrambling top 20. You know, he's 35th in ball striking. He's top 10 in bogey avoidance, which I think is something that you need to look at as well for these guys, um, you know, for a tournament like this where you do have to grind it out, not making a lot of bogeys. I like Louis Eustie at 30 Louis to 1. Louis Eustie? I don't like Louis at that number. I just don't. I I don't mind Louis. I just How don't like him. not? I mean, he's he's... Do we really think he's he's gonna close the door now? I I just don't. I don't like the number. Who knows? Maybe he's more motivated than ever after two straight maybe what, second place finishes, third yeah. place. Yeah. Um. So I do like, and it, you know, he's been he's been pretty damn good here. You know, other than the win, he did have a second back here in 2015 when Zach Johnson won, top 20 when Shane won a couple of years ago. Uh, and it look is just always up there in majors. So I do, and like, I think he's going to give you a shot come Sunday at 30 to one. I like that number. Also, also Matthew Fitzpatrick, he's at 40 to one, the guy that's been playing good all year. Saw him play well last week at the Scottish open. I think he's another one to look out for this week. Um, I like Fitzy. Here's a little kind of sneaky one for you mm. for all of our aussie friends out oh, there you don't have mark, any aussie friends mark leishman no 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 no. you're not gonna take leishman from me i talked him up on the dfs show you are not no, gonna you do did that not, you did not talk him up on the yes DFS i show. did check the tape producer sam <laughs> did i not mention mark leishman last night yes i did yes i did don't you don't well, you don't you start trying to act you. like you i'm taking him from you no no you didn't like jason day you 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 just is Jason Day really an Aussie? Like he's kind of a he's a he's a wuss. You know what I mean? Like Jason Day's way too soft to be an Aussie. I Sam know, doesn't even remember. By I the way, I know doesn't my Aussie. Sam, way to go, Sam. He doesn't remember. He said he was Check too the drunk. Tape. You don't have show. to remember. You don't have to remember. I'm just telling you. I know my Aussies, and Jason Day's way too soft to be an Australian. Well, either way, Mark Leishman at seventy to one. I do like. He has been playing. You know, not not too bad lately. Yeah, not has, too good, uh, but also not too bad. And yeah, yeah, and, yeah. So if you want to continue with uh, with your Leishman pick, then go ahead. No, yeah, I mean, I you know, you uh, I marked the territory last night. You go, you go, you go respraying out where I was. But okay, <laughs> respraying. <laughs> I mean, look, he's not gonna really, you know, check a ton of boxes when you look at the stats. But a couple things that I will note. Strokes gained putting overall, very good. Top 20 in the field. He's 22nd in the field in ball striking in windy AF conditions, which if, if you don't know what that is, that's windy as fuck conditions. 
that Fantasy National puts out I think there. it's 17 miles an hour or greater is what it is. Yeah, which is what we're going to get this week. Um, so very good in windy conditions. You know, have has had a pretty good history playing in open championships. Another guy like, you know, like uh, Usti, who was uh, second to Zach Johnson back in 2018. What so do you... I like Lee. Yeah, I agree. All right, what do you think about Lee Westwood? He's at 50... Well, I, don't I, know. Don't know. I don't know why DraftKings does this, but he's at 56 and a half to one. I don't know why, like... They pick like four players to to put a to half, a half of, to a half on. It's very weird every year, every week, and it really messes me up. I don't I don't enjoy that. He's fifty six and a half to one. Do like just going with the narrative street and like the the the, the open championship being this thing where Tom Watson nearly won and experience really matters. And a year where Stuart Sinks won twice, Phil Mickelson won the PGA. He's in his home country of England. He's he's borderline there on the Ryder Cup standings, which I think is another thing you need to look at. He's 13th in the Ryder Cup standings right now. I mean, Lee Westwood's been golfing his ball this year, and he's on the bubble and could earn his way onto the Ryder Cup team very easily. And he's 56 and a half to one. He's confident. Played okay now at the we've Scottish. Seen older guys like him. You know, play well in these type, you know, if Tom Watson can almost what? win this tournament. That's what I just said. What is Wes Bearden? I know you have an issue with Wes Bearden, and I have come to his defense before. But what the f- is Wes Bearden, Jason Day would school DB on the course? No f- Sherlock, he would school me on the course. He's freaking Jason Day. What are you talking about, Wes? That's a terrible <laughs> comment. You should be booted. If if we were if this were the Pat Mayo show, you'd be banned for life for that. What are we talking about? Yes, he would school me on the golf course. What are you talking about? God. That's a dumb comment, Wes. Really dumb. Anyway. Wes is an equal opportunity comment. He's an equal opportunity offender, I guess. Um <laughs> I don't know. I'm a little tempted by Westwood at fifty six and a half to one. If he has the good draw. I might, you know, and I saw a little bit that uh, the European Tour did this uh, this week or last week, but they published it this week. They're so good on social. I saw that little bit they did about the fake golf pundit, and he was on there, and he's just funny to watch, and I, you know, it made me like him a little bit. And I was like, God, what's Westwood's number? You know, so it's like a little bit of that likability and a little bit of that. He's forty eight years old. He's you're like, God, he's probably looking at Phil, who he's fought all his career, and looking at Phil winning the PGA and just going. Oh, bloody hell. If Phil can do it, all I can do it. You know, he's got to be thinking stuff like that. And it just made me want to bet him. So I think if he's got the right side of the draw, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to bust a, a quarter a unit on Westwood at 56 and a half to one. I just never feel like I could even get him right, but I, I would love to see it. Um, I feel like Westwood just gets so much credit in majors. Though. Everybody's always like, Lee Westwood has got to win a major. Because he's never won one in his life. (laughs) And they just continue to throw money on him, and then he's never going to win one. (laughs) Um, I got to give one more guy. No, two more guys in here. I'll make it quick. Daniel Berger at 60-1. to I I think that's an interesting value. Doesn't have a great open championship record with two missed cuts and a 27th, but has a really strong record in general at tough courses and tough fields. He shows up at big events. And he's playing well right now. He's playing really well Has right now. Has he even gotten out of COVID protocol yet? Do we know that did the whole flight that came over from 
from the John Deere Classic. Like, I mean, what if the whole flight got COVID and they're all going to miss this? Well, I know Zach Johnson tested positive before he got on the flight, so thank God that happened before Berger got on there with him. But I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, again, this is Monday night, so I'm saying pump the brakes. I'm not recommending Berger right now, you bet him, but I... He's one that pops for me at 60 to 1 because his ball striking is incredible. And in his last few events, everything is green, which is good on Fantasy National. Strokes gain off the tee, green strokes gain approach, yeah. strokes, strokes gain around the green, strokes gain putting. Like everything is green. Seventh at the U.S. Open, uh, ninth at the Players earlier this year, won the ATT Pebble Beach Pro Am. Like he's just a solid dude and, and, and can flight the golf ball, hits it low, controls the golf ball really well with that little cut he hits. I think Berger's interesting at 60 to 1. I, I, I like even more so, though, Harris English and the confidence that, 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 that the, the Georgia Bulldog must be showing up in uh, after winning the Travelers, finishing third at the U.S. Open, winning the Tournament of Champions first thing this year. I mean, English has just, Tita Green, been an absolute stud. And believe it or not, he's played in six Open Championships. He's got plenty of experience, and he's only missed one cut out of those six. He doesn't have a lot of great finishes. But English at 70 to 1, I, the number one thing at the Open is recent form. Number one thing. And Harris has got to be feeling good about himself. And coming off that win, I just like it. So that's my last one here in this ring. God, what is my wife going to come up here? Like, just, I'm ready to get I'm, this over. I actually just commented in the chat that are you just stalling this whole deal so that you can drink more and thus that, it's not going to hurt? So actually, bad. that's a like, great. Yeah. I mean, I think there's this you're you're using some strategy here is what I feel like. Or your wife is being great and and the it's the suspense thing and that's really hurting you too. So I don't know. Yeah. Uh Wes, uh, never mind. I'm not even going to address. It. Okay. Now we're up into the uh you know, past 75 to 1 up to 125 to 1. Names we like here. There's a bunch of options here. I mean, well, I'll let you start. You start. Oh, God. Okay, here she is. Oh, Okay. Yes. I've been a little nervous. I need nervous. another beer. Can I hold off until I get another beer? Huh? Uh, okay, let me... Producer Sam wants me to remind the people of the bet that I lost. Okay, me and Pat made a bet on the U.S. Open show that uh, I like Justin Thomas. He liked Jordan Spieth. I thought Justin Thomas would beat him. Justin Thomas was beating him until his 16th hole when he's duck hooked a iron on a par three and ended up making double. And so they tied and then the tiebreaker was DraftKings points and Jordan Spieth beat him there. It was in the midst of Pat's heater and I lost the bet. It was the best friends bet. Here we go. So Ms. Domination, my lovely wife is here. Pat's going to get another beer. Like, where'd he go? Like this started and there he goes. He disappears. So um, the wax is prepared and. Oh God, there's the strip. <laughs> I had I, I was debating between my butt cheek or my inner thigh and uh, I don't know. I, I don't I don't think this is gonna be good. But here we go. I apologize to the Huh? No, you're gonna need to come come around here. Come around come right here. Cause I'm gonna Ooh. Hey Kristen. Thank you. Only for pain. Hold on. No, hold on, hold on. She, you know, there's directions in here about how this how this goes. <laughs> Wes Bearden says, "Rip it off hard, wifey." You know what, Wes? You're about to get banned. I, I hate that I can't. 
There's nobody else's. Just lay back. Lay back. I'm not going to lay back. They gotta... can't see. Wow. 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 Right there. Oh. No, no, honey. No, you don't get to pick. Yeah, no you picking, DB. No, you go in the direction of the hair. <laughs> yeah, go in the direction of the hair. Okay, yeah. Hold on. Now, put your hand, like, press down hard. Press down hard. Make sure it's in there. This is a, this is a swivel chair, and I feel like I'm, I'm going to hurt myself. I think I'm going to tear a yeah. coin when this happens. Now, wait, wait, wait. Kristen, are Pat, you going to tear slowly or quickly? Like, Pat, how do you do this? No, Pat's saying, are you tearing slowly or quickly? You have to tear you quickly. You have to do it quickly or it won't come Ha! Oh, my God. Wait, wait, is it hot enough? Is yes. it hot wax? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is what? Okay. Okay, yes, okay. What? Oh, God. Okay, don't go slow. Don't go slow. Yes, it is what? <laughs> you're just tugging Do on it. it. Stop tugging. Do it! Wait a minute. I shouldn't say you're tugging on it. <laughs> Stop laughing. Stop yes, laughing. Do it. You've got to back up a little. i got to have some space to rip it. Grip it. Rip it, right? <laughs> oh, Fred! Oh! There's a there's a foot. Oh wow! Particularly mm. the top wow. and bottom portion of this are like hair. Man, that was fantastic. Yeah. That was oh better than Lord. I thought it was going to be. You can't tell that is. Baby soft right there. Wow. That's going to be red, though, tomorrow. Ah! Here's your nappy. My leg is shaking. My leg is shaking. I love... But this This is almost better than the heater of a week that I had for the U.S. Open. This 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 moment is just as good. I'm actually shaking. Okay, thank you, babe. I mean, she's had to slap me in the face. No, she's had to. No, 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 yeah, you no, did. No, I did a half. <sighs> I'm shaking. <sighs> Look, <laughs> freaking hurt. Missed. <sighs> 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 <laughs> 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 oh, sounds wow. fascinating. <laughs> That's Aussie DB wow. right there. Don't okay. don't want to worry about right. him. Oh. I am so shaky. Oh, why are my hands so oily? What yeah. is this? Babe, what is this? It just came with it. It says ah! post-wax after-waxing any excess sticky. Look at how oily yeah. that is. I'm going to follow the directions, DB. Otherwise, you could have some redness oh, down there. Okay. Well, shout out, Beta. <laughs> oh, thank you, babe. Thank you. Thank you, Kristen. I'll, uh, maybe I'll post a picture. Of how, no, we don't need another one. Um, you, babe, Let's you can do it. Do another one. You can use that one. Do I can it. use it on you later. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for watching the Tour Junkies podcast. You guys have a, you guys have a great week. <laughs> Take your revenge of the nerds laugh elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. Oh, shit.
Sh- uh, give me like 20 minutes, boo. 20 minutes. <clears throat> mm. David Speaks says, what a great wife. Yeah, she is, man. She is. She's a, she's a gamer. You ought to see, like, my thigh, because of that post-wax that post, uh, oil strip she gave me is, like, glistening off the ring light right now. Where were we? I have no idea. Producer Sam, do you know where we were? I don't know. I think we were in that 75 to 125 to 1 range, maybe. Okay, why don't you start so I can, like, my heart rate can drop a little bit. That was great. Um, okay. Who do I have here in this range? Oh, Somebody in the Nut uh, Hut told me last week that the inner thigh would be more painful because there's more pain receptors. And... At the end of the day, I want you guys to know that it does, it did, it freaking hurt, but I did it because you guys could see it. You know, if I did my butt cheeks, yeah, I wouldn't be able to put that on YouTube. That. Nobody'd be able to see it. It'd just kind of be like anticlimactic. So, but you kind of sacrificed for I did it. Us. Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually still tingling actively as we speak. But man, it is yeah, like I think there's, so yeah. smooth. God, it's smooth. I mean, do you like touching it or something? You just I'm like not touching it because it's like an oil slick right now, but I'm, I, might, I might later. Well, I may not have to later, but maybe in a couple of days. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, in this range, Brandon Grace at 80 to 1. He's 80 to 1 on the DraftKings Sportsbook. I like him a lot this week. A guy that we've seen play very well all year long. Has a good open championship history. Uh, you know, I think, you know, we just saw him win the Puerto Rico Open a few uh, a few months ago or a couple months ago. So I think uh, Brandon Grace is some uh, is a good number there at 80 to 1. Uh, another guy that I like that I just don't see a lot of people talking about, and he's going to check a ton of boxes, and I know he has not won. But that's Abraham Answer at no. 90 to 1. No. I like no. Answer at 90 to 1. I do. I, I like don't. Him. I don't. I don't why? like it at all. Other than other than that he hasn't won, like why don't you like? Uh you ever heard of this thing called maybe some stats? Let me hit you with a few. Let me tell you what Abraham answer sucks butt at. That is strokes gain around the green. Terrible. Short term, long term, any way you slice it. Uh, yeah, but terrible. He, Let me tell you what else he sucks all, at. When you're hitting greens, yeah, but you're not going to hit twenty player in the field. Yeah, top fifteen in ball striking. You you're are fifth in the field in putting. Okay, you're yeah. but third it, in good drives gained, meaning you're hitting. You know, you're 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 doing well off the tee and into these greens. I think answer makes a lot of sense at ninety to one. There is ninety no to one way Abraham answer wins this golf tournament. He is an accurate player. Yes, he's a good ball striker. Yes, short. Yes, short. Short in stature. Short in distance. Yes, but you are not going to hit greens and regulation at a high clip here. This is not the travelers. This is, this is the open championship. So you have to get up and down and the putting is good. I like that about answer. Yes, sure. Fine. But he, the scrambling is terrible. The bunker play. If you look at sand saves over a hundred rounds, over 50 rounds, over 24 rounds, over 12 rounds, I don't care how you look at it. It sucks. It's like bottom, bottom of the field. Bad. He's bad out of the bunkers. He's bad when he misses greens, and he's going to miss greens. And he's never won on the PJ Tour. Now, I think he's been close. Have I bet Abraham answer? 100%. Do I think he's going to win on the PJ Tour? 100%. Do I think his first win? Do, you, do I think he has the chops to make his first win the Open? Absolutely not. Does Scotty Scheffler? Absolutely. Does, y- yes. There's a big difference between these guys. Like, the chops are different 
and I don't buy it with Abraham answer. And I understand he's 90 to one, but I, I think that's a waste of whatever you're going to spend on it. Why? So what do you like so much more about Scheffler than you do about Abraham answer? I like that he's proven it in major championships. They have, they both, they both haven't won. They both haven't I, won. You, did you just hear what I said? I like that he's proven it in major championships. Look at their major championship record. Look at their difficult golf course record. Uh, I like the total driving better. I like that Scheffler, you know, may not be quite as accurate, but he's pretty freaking accurate for a guy who bombs it. And the around the green play is better. I like a lot of things better than Scheffler. Or well, than, than I mean, answer. you just said, you said, you said answer's going to miss a lot of greens. He is. Yet, Yet he's top twenty in the field in greens at regulation. It's a so yeah. I'm just that saying, means he doesn't like like. What do you think is going to be so different? I'm just saying that you're going to miss more greens at the open naturally. Anybody is. Scheffler's sixty fifth in greens and regulation. Okay, I'm okay. I'm just he's telling you. 50, he's forty second in approach. Answers twenty ninth. Megan Dane is on here. That's my that's my freaking neighbor. Best thing I've seen all night, watching me get my legs waxed. Thank you, Megan, for, for watching. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> Megan in here. She's married, people, by the way, before y'all start saying stuff. She's married. Okay. I, I disagree with answer, but that's fine. You keep going. Keep going. And it's 90 to 1. Yeah, it's I get 90 it. to 1. I just I think, think there's a lot of value there for a guy. Way more guys I'd rather, I'd rather spend on at 90 to 1. A lot more guys. Who else you got? Okay couple more that i like in here lucas herbert herbert he is at 100 to 1 you know he's aussie uh uh i don't you know whatever um, well, i know you it don't doesn't like matter so. i like him this week at 100 to 1 yeah, and I mean, also like kids at 90 to 1 as well kevin kisner has played well in open championships before well, we've seen him two straight top 10 finishes so I like his at 90 to 1 by the way a couple top 20s here well, no 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 hold on on the top 20s we're gonna hit top 20s in a second What'd you say you had Herbert at? 100 to 1. All right. Kiz is 125 to 1 on points bet. That may be recent. Okay, so, yeah. I but maybe I, I, just... I, I, like, I like both of those calls, actually. I like Kiz and Herbert. Um, but Kiz is 125 to 1 on points bet. I think that's a, that's a very interesting number. <clears throat> I will add to it Robert McIntyre at a 90 to 1 on DraftKings, long hitting lefty. Uh, T6 at his first Open Championship in 2019. He's starting to come around. Played well at the Scottish. Got plenty of links experience. He's, he's from Scotland. You know, like, that's what they do. Um, so I like him. I like the Kisner bet. I like the Herbert bet. Who else do I have in here? I, I didn't talk about this guy on the DraftKings show because I feel like I always talk about him. But when I saw his odds, I was like, okay, I think I kind of have to talk about him. I always talk about Matt Wallace. I know. I'm kind of a homer for Matt Wallace. It doesn't have a great open championship record. The Englishman has a miscut and a 51st at the open. But um, has been on, has had a decent 2021. It's not been great, but it's been decent. He's 100 to 1 on both books, DraftKings or points bet. I, I don't know. I'm not super confident with it, but it's one that I'm kind of watching. If he has a good draw, it's one I'm kind of watching. That's it. That's all for me in this range. Do you have something to say? <laughs> Kissler just said Lewis Earbert, which I freaking love, and no one else is going to get that. But yes, yes, he is. I'm, I do get it now. He, I mean, he literally has one ear 
that sticks out like I don't have big ears, but he has one and bless his heart. I mean, I'm not saying anything, but he has one ear that's like flush and one ear that's like way out here and I just can't help but see it. But he's bless his heart. I'm not saying anything, but let me say this. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kissler brought it up. He's playing great though, and he's making a lot more money than me. And you know what, Wes? Yeah, he would probably beat me on the golf course, Wes Bearden. He would probably do that. He'd probably beat me. Uh, yeah, Daniel Badup says it's called a wing nut in Australia. Yeah, it's a wing nut. He's got a full blown wing nut. God dang it. Um, all right, let's get to the long shots and then we'll hit our top 20s, top 10s, all that kind of stuff. Long shot bets. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I got. I like the old man, Stuart Sink, the open champion that yes. took it from Tom Watson at 150 to one on points bet. I mean, what do you, what can you say? He's been killing it. He's been playing great. He's added some distance. He's got the mentality. I love it. I, 150 to 1 is huge for a guy that's got all that going for him. I think you ride the hot hand with Lucas Glover. I can't even believe I'm saying it. Lucas Glover has gained strokes in five or six, what is it, consecutive events after just winning the John Deere. He's yeah. gained strokes putting. Gain strokes putting in uh, now six events. that. Uh, wait a minute, no. No, five events. Five events with the win at the John Deere. I mean, it's unreal what's happened with Lucas Glover. And don't forget, he's a major champion. It was a long time ago. And he's played this course. He played this course in 2011. It's just insane that he just won. And he's 150 to 1 on points bet. I just think it's worth something. And then finally, uh, Joel Damon at 250 to 1 is a large number. A guy who also just won recently his first PGA Tour event, albeit a weak field, is what it is. He's been over here a few days. He's been prepping. He's taking this thing seriously. He played well his last time out. I can't remember. Was it the, was it the Rocket Mortgage he played, he played recently? Um, yeah, Rocket Mortgage T21. Hits a lot of fairways. The, the around the green game has improved, and Joel has a good mentality. He, he's, uh, you know, despite... Despite the self-deprecating humor of Joel Damon, like he he actually can roll with the punches and like he can take the tough breaks, he can laugh at himself, he can laugh at the conditions and the circumstances, and he can grind it out. And I think he's excited to play the open. Maybe more to come in the nut hut about Joel, but two fifty to one is a big number. I'll take it. Okay. Um, I was distracted by the chat. What? Um, what happened? In the chat? chat just someone like Kenny. Kenny thought just said he does baby powder. Oh, praise God, baby! <laughs> he does do the, do the devil's powder. the devil's dandruff up in here. He does baby powder. Okay, you don't do, you don't do baby powder? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I didn't realize baby powder had that much that you could do with it. Dude, my skin is breaking out right now. You wouldn't be able Maybe to see you need it on some the baby camera. powder. Maybe you need some baby powder on that skin. <laughs> my my thigh hairs are like, what? What just happened? You know, like my thigh hairs are like, what in the world? So uh, it's like red dots all over that little strip. Uh, um, a couple here for me. Thomas Dietry at 140 to God, 1. God, you're is excited. You have a boner Detry, on Dietry? Thomas Dietry getting into the I field. I love this dude. You, you I love texted, this dude. Pat literally texted me when Thomas Dietry was in the field firing I was like, I'm bets. betting him. I'm betting like, him right I'm now. not even sure he's in the field. Pat's like, yeah, he got in the field. I think Pat was notified Detry was in the field before Detry was notified Detry was in the field. Pat I knew I it first. I, I did. I, I, I was like, I let him know. I, I let him know. I think I tweeted something. Anyway, he, uh, he's at 140 to 1. 
coming off a great finish uh, last week at the Scottish Open. Has played very solid all year, so I like him at 140 to one. Here's one that I did not expect to really uh, pop at all for me. Matt Jones is at 180 to one. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Plays hard course as well. We just saw him win earlier this year at the Honda Classic. Uh, you know, kind of your grinder, great ball striker. I, I love some Matt Jones. The guy just, he plays fast. He's just a good dude. And, you know, he hadn't played bad in, in recent trips uh, in the Open Championship. So I like some Matt Jones there at 180 to 1. I think that's a pretty good number for him. All right, um, let's move on. Let's let's talk about some top 20s. All right, some top 20 bets. I'll give you my lock top 20 of the week, okay? And it's a 2-to-1 number, and it's Harris English. Talked about him earlier. 2-to-1, mm. it's a lock. I also like a guy who we have not talked about yet, but who's had a great year, young South African who, if you read... If you just Google his name, you'll find that he swallowed rat poison as a kid. Christian Bazudenhoot, Bazudenhate, Bazudenhoit, whatever, however Pat says his name. I know we have a song for Christian somewhere. Um, Christian Bazudenhoot at plus 275 on DraftKings is a top 20. The guy's playing really solid right now. Um, very accurate, good ball striker. I like him at, uh, at the short numbers. Now, as we approach. Maybe some bombs, okay? Well, no, well, yeah, yeah, maybe. Let me give you some bombs. I'm going to take this one from you, Pat. You ready? I'm about to snatch this from your clutches like you snatched Leishman from me. Ryan Fox. That's right. Ah, European Tour. Bomber. New Zealander. Great links record. Ryan Fox played well at the Scottish Open last week. Is at 8-1 to one as a top 20. Every year at the Open, you see random guys. You see, you know, the European... Guys who are familiar with Lynx Golf have an advantage. It's a real advantage, especially if he catches a good side of the wave. Eight to one, I like him a lot. And finally, I'm going to give you a super bomb. This is a super, this probably should be, actually the odds are longer than what my let him hang prediction is. So this probably should be my let him hang prediction. But at 20 to one to top 20, 20 to one, Pat, did you hear me? 20 to 1 mm-hmm. to top 20. A guy who's played in one open championship and he missed the cut. But a guy who hits the ball a long way. Um, who, if you look at Fantasy National, plays lights out better in difficult conditions than he does easy or average conditions. Just finished third at the Wells Fargo Championship at Quail Hollow, which is notoriously a tough golf course. Uh, has a fifth-place finish at the Arnold Palmer and won his first PGA Tour event at the Honda Classic in 2019 and won me a butt-ton of money. That was a tough tournament. Mr. Keith Mitchell is at 20-1 to to top 20, and I think that is a very interesting bomb for Keith Mitchell. That's it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, A few top 20s for me. I think Sam Burns, who's at uh, plus 340 on points bet, so 3.4 to 1. Uh, I like that for a top 20. Everybody talks about Sam Burns this week from D- at a DFS standpoint because he's very cheap, but still, top 20 there. I, I like that number. I like answer. It th- you know, you hate my, if you hate my 90 to 1 bet, then bet him top 20 sure. at plus 300. I like that. Lucas Earbert, I like him, plus 330. Lucas Earbert? Yeah, I, like, I love that, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Herbert. I like that top 20 bet a lot, actually. 
Kiz also is at plus 380. Here's my favorite bet, though. Of these, of either a top twenty or a top ten, Matthias Schwab, mm. Matthias, oh Schwab, Schwab, Matthias Schwab, he is at eight to one to finish as a top twenty. He is also at eighteen to one to finish as a top ten, or if you want to bet him outright, he's three hundred to one. Mm. He has five top tens on the year. Five. He's top a ball strikes. He's a ball striker. on the year in on, on the European tour. So eight to one, I think, is a great number for him as a t to finish in the top twenty. Fun fact and on then, on Schwab, he's also twelfth in the Ryder Cup standings. So he is on. You know, they're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna only take twelve guys. Now it doesn't mean they're gonna take the top twelve guys, but he's right there on that twelve bubble. Um, obviously getting there through those five top tens you just mentioned. So he's he's one to watch for sure. He's got to be highly motivated this time of year to make that Ryder Cup team for the first time. Yeah, so I like the numbers on him. The other guy was Fox, who you just stole from me. <laughs> okay, um, t- I have three top ten bets. Uh, I've talked about Scotty Scheffler. one, that's all I really had. All right, so. I got Scotty Scheffler, three and a half to one. Talked about him a lot. Uh, Patrick Cantlay two and a half to one, and then Bryson is three to one. I mean, if like if I couldn't talk you into the thirty-five to one outright on Bryson, the three to one top ten on Bryson, it should be a lock, people. Like even if you hate him, just close your eyes and click the button. Like three to one as a top ten is worth putting a unit on, or you know, I mean, it's just it's too good for a guy with that kind of that kind of you know that kind of stuff. Um, okay, let's talk about some props. Let's talk about some other stuff before we get to let them hang. We'll end with let them hang. I do have top. I do. I really want to ask you about the top Englishman, Pat. We've talked oh, about. I like actually like. I have somebody. Do here. Who do you talked have? About them earlier. Hold on, hold on. We'll say them on the count of three. We'll say we'll say their name at the same time. Your okay. favorite bet, top Englishman. One, two, three. Lee Westwood. Westwood. Yay! <laughs> All right, eight to one. A lot of value there. There's a lot of value there, I think. Eight to one. Lee Westwood is interesting. You know, I couldn't talk you into him at 56 and a half to one outright, but as the, you know, finishing as the top Englishman, I agree. There's some value there and agreement. So very interesting there, Pat. He's also, if you want to go with the group of uh, Britain and Ireland, uh, so it includes the Irish players as well, like Rory and maybe mm. a couple others. Is that so? Um, he is 11 to one. You get a little more. You want to take a little more risk. Okay. Throw in Shane. Throw in some Shane Lowry and some. Yeah, uh, I think I. Like, I think Rory. I prefer the eight to one Englishman. I think Rory and Lowry have a good week. Um. Okay. Uh, I do have a let him hang. Are you ready for this, or do you have any other prop bets? No, that's it for me. My let him hang prediction. I guess it's not actually as bold as they have been in weeks past because the odds are a little shorter than some of the things I just mentioned, but it's a fun bet and it's a unique bet that we tend to only get for the major championships. Uh, I am going to in traditional DB fashion, shout out birds of condor, shout out all my Aussies out there. I like the nationality prop of the winner of the open championship being Australian mate. At fourteen to one, fourteen to one, you know you got. Uh, he, here's just some of the names. Now you got other names out there at fourteen, you know, as an Aussie. But here's just some of the names representing Australia. Uh, Cam Smith, mate, you ever heard of him? Mullet, 
good around the greens. Adam Scott. Uh, yeah. Jason you Day, think? who I think kind of is kind of, he's kind of, he's kind of crappy. Uh, Mark Leishman, Matt Jones, who you just mentioned, Lucas Earbert, and Minwoo Lee, who just won the Scottish Open, is an Aussie and counts for Australia, mate. Hell yeah. Bring it. Daniel Badup, Aussie DB. Love this mofo show. Aussie winner, 14 1, mate. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Wow. You are you just cater to the Aussies these days. I mean, I, I love them. I love them, dude. I love them. I, I feel like I've got a little Aussie in me. I haven't traced my ancestry, but I feel like I got a little bit in me. Yeah. Well, um, I don't have odds on what my let them hang was going to be, but we did talk a lot about the Open Championships involving experience and blah, blah, blah. Hold on, before blah, you do blah, that. Blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> um, listen, guys, listen. You know what I need to tell you about? Well, you know, you got, you're going to bet on some players, man. You need to bet on a safe bet being that if you if you wanted like a, a two to one bet, it would be that guys had Fujikira shafts in their bag. You know what Ooh, I mean? Yeah. Fujikira yeah, is the most played shaft. shaft on the PJ Tour, and their Ventus is the number one shaft model on the PJ Tour. And it's been used to win on all three, on actually four tours. The PJ, LPGA, Champions Tour, and European Tour all have winners using the Ventus shaft from Fujikira, including players like Dustin Johnson, Rory McElroy, Jordan Spieth. Adam Scott, mate. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Sergio Garcia. You know what I mean? You ever heard of these, these guys? Yeah, you have. It's available in three models with a range of weights, flexes for any golfer, whether you're a tour pro, you're a weekend warrior, whatever. I don't think we have any tour pros that listen, actually. But if you are, you should use a Vince shaft. It helps you find the center of the club face way more often for better consistency and distance. Uh, it's just a great product. And the Velo Core is the performance standard for all club fitters. Find a local fitter at FujikiraGolf.com and check him out on Instagram at FujikiraGolf. That's FujikiraGolf.com. Check him out on Instagram, Fujikira, at FujikiraGolf. Now, okay, what were you saying, Pat? Um, Sam, where uh, were you on that? Anyway. So we were talking about um, my let them hang. I don't know if there's any odds on this. There's probably not. But And experience is, uh, we said it matters a lot, which I do think it matters for Open Championships. But I am going to say that a first-time Open participant is going to win this year. Hmm. And here's a few names. I would like to find odds on that. Okay. Here's some names if you want some. Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler. Victor Hovland, Will Zalatoris, Thomas Detry. Thomas Detry. I don't like Will Zalatoris, by the way, this week. Garrick Hicko. Harris, not Harris English. Thomas Detry. Minwoo Lee. Max Homa. Guido Migliazzi. Seven air. <laughs> anyway, Sexy time, I, I like to call it. Sexy time, I like to call it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I do think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that as my let them hang prediction that we get a uh, inexperienced first time open participant winning. Hey, um, what if we do this? I love that, by the way, buddy. Wish I could, wish we knew the odds on it. That'd be cool if we did, but you know we don't. Um, anything else? Are we missing anything? Sam, are we good? Producer Sam, are we good? I say we do this. I say, Pat, if you're up for it, 
we end the show on the audio right now, but we do bonus time for people in the chat, and they can they can ask us questions. And when we run out of questions to answer, we can hang it up. But maybe we do a little bonus time since it's the Open Championship. They can ask us anything. They can ask us about life, about relationships, maybe relationships. Can, can I leave to go? To, I got a pee. Well, hang on a second. God dang, dude. You're freaking f- prostate I mean, not up? that. Not that. Not the second. Okay. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Just hang on a second. Yeah. What am I allowed to do here? Are we like, missing are anything? Rules? Are we missing anything else? Are we good? I think we're good. Um. All right. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We appreciate it. Go ahead and leave us a thumbs up. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, leave a comment on YouTube. If you're listening, go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. We would appreciate that. That actually helps us out. You guys don't know that, but it, it, you may know that, but it helps us out, okay? Um, five-star reviews help people discover the show. So that's what you can do for us. We do a lot for you guys. Do something for us. It doesn't cost you anything but a little bit of time. And that's DB's guilt trip of the week. There you go. All right, thanks for watching. May your screens be green. The Nut Hut's going to be popping. Tons of stuff on tourjunkies.com. Follow on Twitter. There's going to be a bunch of stuff out on there, too. It's just going to be good stuff. Fantasy Golf Sommelier, I can't wait to see. Pat's got a lot, of, a lot in store. And if you're watching live right now on YouTube, stick around. Let's answer some questions. Have a great week for the Open Championship. See ya!